0: Thank you for turning on the Why This Times Talk podcast. In this edition, we're previewing the upcoming Times Talk entitled Fake News, Trump, and Racism. I'm joined in the studio today by Georgia College History Department Chair, Aaron McKinnon. Aaron, welcome back to WRDC Studios.
1: Well, thanks, Daniel. I appreciate being here.
0: Can you please briefly introduce your Times Talk
1: topic? Certainly. As you know, the background to the Times talk is to you know encourage students and the public at large to stay current with their understanding of world events and news through the Times uh, readership program. But in addition, you know, we're trying to encourage students to become more familiar with uh, good practices when it comes to the media. I mean today now more so than ever, right? We have concerns about where is truth, how does the media spin things? How does social media play a role in shaping people's perceptions, especially in a very politically divided society as we see today? So part of the effort for me here is to take topical issues that are very clearly linked to challenges associated with getting to the truth, and also to think about encouraging students to consider what are the implications of this kind of idea And so here we are again, you know, relating to a presidential tweet, um, which occurs in the social media and trying to background it in um, sort of more reliable sources that are verified and evidence-based. And because my area of interest in research is Africa and specifically South Africa, this recent one, the case study is uh, the tweet in reference to the land question in South Africa.
0: Uh, What did the president say in this tweet?
1: He made reference to, I think, information that he had gleaned from um, news media, but had been fed and massaged, shall we say, through a long process of lobbying. And in specific, he made reference to the situation in South Africa. And I think the tweet went something like land and farm seizures and and expropriations and the large scale killing of farmers in South Africa is not good or bad or whatever the... uh, you know, and and he sort of left it at that, but he was seeking to make specific reference to um, recent developments in South Africa that have to do with um, challenges of um, economic development and empowerment for everybody in the country, specifically related to access to land. And then he tied it to the challenges of crime and crime statistics and reporting in South Africa, but did so in a context in which I think he had almost no direct evidence to support it. The media seems to be fairly clear that they understood his references were based almost exclusively on a news report by Tucker Carlson from Fox News, and that was widely denounced as being very badly informed and incendiary.
0: And you may have answered it, but I'll ask a, a different question to perhaps solicit a different response. Why do you feel it's important to bring this conversation to the Times Talk now?
1: Good question. Why now? I think, you know, twofold. One, we have seen, I think, in recent months since the, the the new administration in uh, office, a definite retreat and a kind of almost an about face in terms of American relations with countries around the world. And this is, I think, counter to both the spirit and practice of American foreign relations, of positive engagement, democracy building and development that we've seen. And in particular, the Trump administration has been very reluctant to have any kind of positive, progressive or proactive planning in relationships with developing countries, especially in Africa. And if we consider the fact that one in seven people in the world is African, that some of the most vibrant companies that are developing are African, and perhaps more to the point in terms of bilateral relations, America's disengagement from Africa is becoming increasingly China's opportunity. If we as a democracy believe that helping to foster, you know, stable economies and and democracies around the world is is in our interest, what we understand to be more or less a a fairly authoritarian state like China getting very deeply involved in development and state building in Africa is, is a great threat to us. So that's part of the kind of global politic, political dimension that I think is a concern. I think it's also important because this particular case reflects very seriously on the way we understand our sense of relations in terms of race and class more generally, but especially in the context of the United States, how we respond to not even coded language. I mean, this is very clearly a set of ideas and reports and tweets that are calculated to generate greater tension and conflict between different ethnic and racial groups. And that's where I think we've crossed the line. And and though South Africa may not loom large on our political agenda for development and opportunity currently, the way that we relate to the problems of development there in a racist way, I think, reflects not only on global relations but our relationships with our own society. What do
0: you hope your audience takes away from this conversation at The Times Talk?
1: As somebody who has, you know, devoted much of my life to the study of uh, African history and South Africa in particular and having lived there and had connections with it, I do want people to recognize that there is a different story here. It's a long one in the making that certainly South Africa has challenges, but it's meeting those challenges and there's a lot of positive very progressive political development happening there. So that's, you know, my personal agenda. But I do also want to use this as an opportunity for students and the public at large to really think about how do we receive ideas when somebody in a position of authority takes opportunity to make a claim that does seem to represent a, a particularly biased and, and in many ways very conflicting message How should we respond to that? Do we take it at face value? Do we accept that because somebody in authority has had this opportunity to make that claim, is that good enough? And, And I think very clearly it's not. We should always be our own fact checkers on everything and ask ourselves, does this seem right? What are the implications of this? And even if they have some foundation for it, do you agree with it? It's okay to disagree with these things and not feel as if you are somehow being disloyal or not being a good citizen. And I think that's part of what makes for a robust democracy. Well,
0: Aaron McKinnon, I want to thank you for joining me on the Why This Times Talk podcast. Of course, the Times Talk is a weekly Current Events and Ideas Symposium that takes place at noon on Wednesday in the Georgia College Library. In this edition, we're previewing the upcoming Times Talk entitled... Fake news, Trump and racism.